part of the sequel to our last podcast that you guys will never hear, Frozen 2, the second part. But this time, it's going to sound better. I'm, I'm Jake, I'm here with Cole, Joel, and we got Teresa back for the second one, and little baby Titus, which he better not speak or he's not allowed back on the podcast. <laughs> if he starts speaking at four months, I'm straight up impressed, so. Well, that means he must have had an opinion about the movie he saw. Yeah. He actually did watch it, not going to lie. He was, he was staring at the screen drooling like a lot. Mostly at Elsa, not Anna. But. Is that a good thing if you're doing that movie? Just... I mean, you were doing the same thing when Elsa let her hair down again. All the way oh, this time. No, no, I didn't like, I didn't like it as much. <laughs> it wasn't like a sexy letdown. It was like she was too lazy to do it right. Yeah, I'll yeah. say I did not like the letdown of the hair in this one. No. Really oh, I figured cool. Jake was going wild in the theater filled with little girls. I, I was thinking that, that he was, would I was too, quite but pain. I was like, it doesn't look that great. No, <laughs> last time I was like, let it go. She's beautiful, like, guys. She's beautiful. No, well, granted, she seems still. Now she's a hippie, so. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, she's a tree, tree hugger. Yep. Yep. So yep. let's talk about it. Should we just told the ending. Um. This movie, <laughs> I, I just read on Facebook today that it's, it's already being declared as one of the best movies of the year, and I gotta say, that is bull. This is. Okay. So. I don't want to. I hate talking about the first. Are we gonna start about the good things though? Because I think the rest of you besides me have really negative things to say. Um, oh, no, the animation in this... I'm just going to go... Can I say my nice thing? Yes, yeah, say I your think? nice things. Okay. The animation in this film is fantastic. Um, when the action gets going, it's cool. When there's a little bit of a mystery, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm intrigued. Um, the soundtrack is very good. They have... Some very catchy songs. Don't say Obviously, it, Cole. It Don't good. say it. It can't be as good as the first one soundtrack-wise, but um, those are the three nice things I'd say about it. Okay. Um, I would have to say I love what they did with Olaf um, in our first first Frozen video. Uh, we talked about how they really needed to nail Olaf and it was going to be hard, and they did it. Um, I thought it was really clever. Seated expectations. I thought it was really clever how they did, like, Oh, he's like he's been around for a little while. He's a little more mature, so he's more like an annoying eight-year-old instead of an annoying like two-year-old. So more like <laughs> more like Joel, less like Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Um, I thought as an insult. Good. I thought they really really nailed nailed Olaf. I thought their yeah their, their songs were still good. I mean, you didn't have the let it go like song that everybody's going to be singing, but you had some good songs, like the Exhibitionist song. They did have a song that rhymed with it, Into the Unknown, Let It Go. That doesn't rhyme, and Into into the Unknown was not that great of a song. The the Expose Yourself, I mean, Show Yourself song, that was a much better song. I will say that we were driving back, and I was like, Cole's like, Show Yourself! And I was like, wow, it sounds a lot like Expose Yourself, and all he keeps saying is, Expose Yourself! (laughs) So he was just dying to let that one go in the podcast. Expose yourself! I, I, I watched this with Evan in the theater. We both were like, I looked at him and be like, okay, I asked me to expose myself. Me and Evan just made fun of it. Like, it's, <laughs> obviously, when you're adults going to a kid's movie, at some point, you're going to make an inappropriate joke at an inappropriate time. And I think that was the best time to do it. Expose yourself. <laughs> Joel, positive things? Because I feel like I'm going to take everybody's because I like a movie more. I think, Joel, sorry, finishing up, because I want to say this, like, I think if you can accept the premise of this movie, which I couldn't, like Terminator Dark Fate, I just had a bad time the rest of the movie. I think 
then you give it a second chance because what, the way they started this movie, it's like, hey, by the way, remember this whole thing we never talked about before in the first movie that has nothing to do with anything. We're just going to go with this. and We're going to pretend it exists all of a sudden in Legend. I, I just couldn't get on board with it. It just made me mad because it felt like such a wasted opportunity. Well, and I, and so I do think when you rewatch it, it might help because I think you were like waiting for too much of a like, I don't know. Well, I do have to agree with Jake, though. Like, even some of the things where they're like, oh, that's mom's scarf that you always wear. I'm like, but, like, she didn't wear it in the first one. Like, if she would have been wearing that scarf, it would have had a lot more meaning. And that's the point. When you're trying to make a sequel, but you're trying to connect it to the first one in some way, but you force it, it's like, no, now you're just – like, it's like the midi-chlorians argument, argument in Star Wars. Everyone hates it. Like, why do you throw them in there? They were never mentioned before. And so I can understand people upset by this. I was upset because they tried to connect their parents and stuff, and I think there was this whole secret society and, like, whole war that we never heard about once. And they just threw it at you, and it made no sense to me. Like, it was just a forced sequel. Well, Joe, what would you like to say? Remember the positives? <laughs> the positives, well, Jake? Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, I agree with pretty much everybody on positives of they have about the movies. Way uh, to take a stand, dude. <laughs> well, I, I agree with guys, everyone. <laughs> you guys covered it all pretty much. Oh, dude, what what about Kristoff's uh, song? Hey, I love that Joel song. was going off about this song. So why do you like it, Joel? I love this song. Well, like, I don't think many people know Air Supply very well, but I love Air Supply songs. And it had a very air supply feel. I See, I heard that. it was supposed to be yeah. like Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen. I was just yeah, it was supposed to be a rock. It was supposed to be an '80s rock ballad parody. Yeah, and air supply. Air supply is, is not an '80s rock band, dude. Don't even give me that. It's not a rock band, but it's a ballad. Okay, a so ballad. you like that song? <laughs> Shut up. What <laughs> 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 you say, ballad? <laughs> Shut up, man. A ballad. Well, we got some Tony Ballard over here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a big yeah, fan man, of this movie. I meant, I meant to say ballad, all right? <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, you know, Joe, you've been obviously quiet lately. You obviously can say something dumb. We're going to make fun of you before you even said that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's time. No, that came out. Okay, okay Teresa. Teresa, enlighten us on why this movie was so great. So here's why you're all wrong. No, no. But Joe took the right time to expose himself. <laughs> okay, so the reason why it's really good, number one, we have to remember this is a children's movie. So I think all of you, we do a podcast. We're going to rip movies apart. Like, this is a children's movie. Are you movie. shaming the podcast that you're not speaking on? Like, she has ice powers. Does that happen in real life? No. Yes. And so, like, I think you you're all being a little too... Any of them? Yo, bro. So I think you're all being a little too, like nitpicky about small details and this character development like just wasn't See, good enough hey yet, whoa 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 i know but i'm saying i know you're already going negative before it's negative time okay Teresa, you're you're, you're personally oh attacking the podcasters you're not right. defending the movie okay so the movie's great because number one for a disney sequel i was just reading too this is the only like disney princess sequel i think to ever be released in theaters because it's the only one that could have made any money. That's a lie. It says, and then, let's it see. It only broke box office records for a sequel. It's Frozen 2 is actually the first sequel for a Disney princess movie to get a theatrical release. I was reading Buzz I've never heard you with a speech impediment, so here we are. <laughs> um, anyway, so that makes it pretty good. I really liked the lullaby song for the mothers. I thought it was cool. No, they I, went, I said the music was great. 
Right. I didn't like, I don't it. think anyone's complaining about the music. Okay, so music's great. I actually like that they kind of explained a lot um, from... Or made stuff up out of nowhere. <laughs> no, like that they went back oh, and, like, geez. you got to know their parents a little bit more. You got to know more about Irondale. Like, you got to know all these things that you didn't. Like, the thing is, is, like, okay, if you look back on Frozen 1... All the characters are just starting their relationship at the end of the movie. Like, Anna finally gets to get, like, to meet her sister for the real, like, they get to actually start forming a friendship. She's done with Hans, and she's just starting her romantic relationship with Kristoff. Olaf, I guess, has always kind of been there, but now he's, like, you know, gets his own personal flurry, so he's alive, alive. Um, so to and me, it's like... Very important. So, like, Frozen 2, like, I think what's hard is... You actually are just starting, like, Anna and Elsa's relationship. I think they did a good job of, like, they're trying to get to know each other. Or that scene where Kristoff is, like, um, trying to propose, which I know is, like, a sore spot for some of you guys. But the first, the first time when they're in the sleigh and they're traveling for, to look where the siren's coming from or whatever, and he's, like, talking about, oh, I first met you. You think I'm crazy? Like, they're just kind of st- really starting, like, to see more of their relationship. So... I think that's what also made this movie hard, is it's not like Anna and Elsa had much of a relationship, even at the end of the movie. Like, they just started the relationship at the end of the first movie. So it wasn't like they were going to have a super, like, oh, there's all this to do. Um, and, and yeah, I think it was cool. The other thing when I was thinking about it after watching it is we have no idea where, why Elsa has these ice powers, and they kind of did a really cool backstory of why they have the ice powers. Like, her mom saves the dad, so they shined upon, you know, this is why they gave the kingdom, because these two enemies, which we can get into later, I guess, like, that's why she got her ice powers, yeah. because of that. So I think, like, sure, there could be elements missing, but I overall thought it was a good movie. If you remember that it is a children's movie, so maybe there's going to not be everything making total sense. So was Frozen 1, but we all loved it. Okay, so. So I like the music. I like what they did with it. Obviously, we can get into issues, but those are my big highlights of why the I like The only issues I have to say with what you just said are your personal attacks on the podcast, which I will answer. I didn't personally attack. So, we are no, grown men. We break down any we type of movies. Every said. We break down movies like the Veggie Tales Silly Songs, Disney movies. We break down everything as grown men. We're not ashamed. So, I, I find that irrelevant. Seems defensive. And then also... How dare you say that we break down these movies too harshly? Fairy tales are the essence of a civilization's stories, so you have every every right to break these stories down. This is how this is the only time Cole gets to say why he's why he's right. Normally it's like Cole, you're wrong. Come on, move on. <laughs> Don't right. make us more than what we are. <laughs> so Jake, I think, can start the issues with his movies because he called both Cole and I and Joel for hours. Like, seriously, like, he went to the movie and then he was talking to us for a couple hours, Joel for a couple hours, called us back for a couple hours, and it was like, Jake, like, calm down. No, there's all these issues. I don't know why they do this. So go ahead, Jake. I'm Agreed. Agreed. 100%.
character, a side joke, for no well, reason whatsoever. Even when, like, they just ditch him, and, yeah, you know, Anna's just like, yeah, sure, let's ditch, let's ditch him. Let's just go without him. Yeah, I didn't like that they didn't even tell him. <laughs> like, she didn't, like... wave his hand and be, like, the quote elf and be like, No, I will agree with that. Like, I had an issue with the fact that Anna didn't even, like, communicate. It wasn't like, hey, I need to do my thing with my sister. It's like, if I was Kristoff, I'm sorry. Like, and... I don't want to propose you. I'm finding ways to break up with you by the time... I know. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, really? Like, you're ditching me? He's lost in the woods? Like, what? And it's not like, oh, tell him we're headed for the big canyon. It's just like, no, we're going. Yeah. But no, like, and unfortunately, the Disney movies have done this before. They've done it in Aladdin, King of Thieves, a sequel, granted. But Rescue is Down Under, which we all agree is underrated. Yep. did the same thing with the mice in that film. I'm like, you, and they did it so much better. And it made sense why he kept getting, like, ousted, why he couldn't do it when he wanted to do it. Like, yeah, it was. feels like, all right. It was more of a way to get Kristoff out of the way so that they could focus on Anna and Elsa. Which all she should have said is, hey, Kristoff, I need to go do Elsa things. You'd be like, cool, I'll hang with the reindeer. Like, Shvan Again, with the bestiality. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa compared you to Kristoff Cole, so I don't know. Maybe yeah, cool. You should probably not say that. I don't that. know. You were so close. No, okay, actually, I saw another positive thing that I actually laughed out loud in the theater. It's when they make when they have the ice sculptures and they're making fun of them. Like the past movies, like they show the past like through ice sculptures. And like, get out of here. Like when um, What's-His-Face comes back. Hans? Hans. Like, Han's like, oh, yeah. and like, Elsa cuts her off. I laughed. I'm like, that's funny. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's cool to, to find humor in your previous movie. If you do it well, it's done well. And that was very funny. Or like, and Olaf doing the Elsa strut when they were playing charades. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, that's and funny. Then, Olaf, Olaf was not, I, I literally thought, if I had my money to bet on what was going to be bad in this film, I thought Olaf would be top. Yeah, I thought they nailed it. I was reading, too, again, because I had issues. Could. I don't think it was nailing it, but... They did good. What's surprising, though, so obviously we all have issues, even me who likes the movie, is how the audience still, like on Rotten Tomatoes, or even on, like, granted, it's Frozen's fan page they're commenting on the second, like, post from that on Facebook, but, like, people really, really liked it, so it's just shocking to me how well it's liked, considering the issues, like, you guys are pointing out. And I'm agreeing with you. Like, I can't believe how many people are like, this is better than Frozen 1. I'm like, okay, I liked Frozen 2, but to say it's better than Frozen 1, like, you're just wrong. Well, and... You know, that okay, thing that surprises me is, like... We all, we, we all agree with that, right? This is objectively way worse than the first film. Way worse. Yes. I mean, like, you don't have any as good songs as Let It Go. Or, like, the problem with film number one, Let It Go is the clear number one. But they had, like, the... What other songs? They had the Snowman song that was hilarious what and really catchy. They, they had the You Wanna song. Build a Snowman. Like, they had all these really, really good songs, they whereas... The intro song, the middle song, and the end song. No, they, but what is the what's the intro song called? Portable the winter. <laughs> we are cutting ice. We are ice. <laughs> no, but no, no. After we were going about on on the frozen talk and all the great movies, what song we forgot? It's a bit of a fixer upper. It's a minor thing. Exactly. No, I mentioned it with my bestiality thing. The thing with well, the babies. Jake's like, it's bovine. Hey, Jake, <laughs> you gotta meet many bovine characters. <laughs> in this one. I stand by, I will define bovine as I want to. We can establish gender however we want. I can say whatever I want about animals. Bovine. Everyone with four hooks. 
Um, what did we? What were we all talking about the other day about this movie? Oh, so here's my issue with the sec. One of my issues with the second film. So first film, you have all these characters you become really attached to. You have like Olaf. You have Oaken's trade. Like there's all these funny side characters. Yoo-hoo, and- big summer blowout. Okay. Yes, Jake. Yes, we know you have a thing for him. Anyway. <laughs> That's true. Like, you did see him. You did see him. He was seen, but he was not heard. No, I don't want to see him. I want to hear him. We don't remember him for his Okay, so my issue is you have all these you have all these characters. <laughs> yes, Jake, yes. So we have all these characters in the first. You really become attached to them. Second one, I know Joel was attached to the general, which I say he was the only like side character that was remotely like, oh, he like in the second one. Like, oh, you know what? He's kind of cool. Like, he defended the kingdom. He's still into it. I'm like, all the other characters, no offense, if they all died, it would have been like, okay, cool. Like, there's no attachment. I wouldn't say I was attached to the general. I just, I did end up liking him, but I wasn't right. attached to him. Necessarily. But like, yeah, I was like, I'm like, what was that? Like, what was the general? <laughs> no, but like, Joe had mentioned, no, like, oh, I, he was like a character who at least. crazy said in the first He's, like, the only character you even, like, really remember from the... And, like, the fiery lizard who's basically nothing, but I'm, like, you have all these uh, the people... Fiery, the fiery lizard, someone watched Mulan right before the ideas of this movie actually got on the script, and they're like, you know what, Mushu, we like this guy. Oh, maybe we should just make him a little different, jump on cue to him and put some fire on him. And not so let him talk. Dude, if Eddie Murphy <laughs> would have been, like, a dragon-breathing <laughs> little lizard, I would have been oh, totally I, fine I, with I, that. I would... I will sign up for that. I'm like, I don't even care that's Eddie Murphy again. Bring him in. Do a crossover. Bring Mushi. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, like, that's something I think you're doing wrong if you can't come up with a single character that people, like, you introduce all these new people. Like, one of them could have been Elsa's love interest. Like, anything. They could have had way more. The only person besides the general is Christoph makes friends with that one guy who tries to help him come up with a proposal. But other than that, like, Oh, we haven't said there's spoilers in this. So it there's was spoilers. just such a waste of time. It was like, and I just saw Attack of the Clones recently. <laughs> a way to tie this into Star Wars, Jake. You guys, not everything is a Star Wars analogy. No, but I, since I've seen both of these, these, both are terrible sequels, and both I just saw recently, which is why I'm comparing them. Like Both are owned by cool Disney. Stuff, there was some really cool stuff in Attack of the Clones, but it kept cutting back to terrible love dialogue in both the mm-hmm. proposal was just a waste of my time. I didn't want to know more about that. Like, I didn't care. And frankly, it's odd. It's done badly. Now that I think about it, it's a little odd. Like, he, she dishes Kristoff. And we all agree, Kristoff was useless. We wanted to wait no more about him. He was not really in the movie. He was basically Wait, a side we character. Should have, we should have gotten more. And then all of a sudden, that. like, they're best friends again. Like, you ditched your, like, really good boyfriend. And you follow Elsa. And I think Cole, I don't know if he already mentioned this. Cole had an issue with, like, they didn't follow their rules. They're supposed to do things together. They're oh, never... yeah, that's that's my biggest issue with the movie is they're, they're jamming this <laughs> thing down your throat. Like, Elsa and Anna need to work together. They Like, they say it 10,000 times. You you promise that you, you will work together. Yes, I promise we'll work together. And the story is solved by Elsa going off by herself and doing her own things. Staying Anna. Herself doing her own things and then they the story ends and they live in separate kingdoms doing their own things Which, like why does there's Elsa need to leave there's the no like consistent she theme did. Honor, you should have been the queen. Then why did she end with her becoming 
She accepted her powers and became the queen of Arendelle. Why was that? Not, like we just did that at the end of the movie. But to like, me, that was clear. That was the biggest issue in my mind, as far as like you're going to set this story up. You have the theme that you're promoting. And then you literally do the opposite. Like, do you not even see that you're saying they need to work together, but they do everything separately throughout the whole movie? And Cole, Cole, you hit the nail. You hit the nail as hard in the head as I. I couldn't even say it as good as you just did. <laughs> they took good parts of the movie and the characters we love and twisted them and changed things for no reason other than to make a sequel. They should have just why, exposed themselves. <laughs> Expose yourself. <laughs> about it jake an expectation of it because i mean the first one ended where they didn't set it up for a sequel so they kind of had to come up with something out of thin air to make a sequel and that no, has no no i think they did set it up i think, this I think they up. set it up this was bs no they set it up because no, we have no idea no, why elsa has ice powers five years hold on they set it up movie. about as well as amazing spider-man did for amazing spider-man 2 it doesn't work that way but you no, they could have. They could have done a better no, sequel. That's a terrible. No, time out. She, she's brought in Spider-Man and gave it a terrible. No, it's okay. Well, this isn't about Spider-Man. No, Amazing Spider-Man sets up the exact same story that Peter Parker's always had, where his parents just go off and the, you don't know what, what happened to him. The beginning of Amazing Spider-Man Two, it goes back and tells the story of exactly what happened to their parents when you didn't even really care about that. No, but they set it up to bring that back up. Again. Okay. Here's the thing. They they could have set up a better sequel. They didn't. They We wanted to know why Elsa has ice powers. We had no idea. We, I didn't care. I, no one cared. I did. Well, Nobody cared. No, but there's, there are some they things that, like... They could have developed uh, Elsa and Anna. Like I said, they ended the first movie. They just are getting to know each other. They Especially when you're in the realm job. of fairy they tales, they though. When you're, when you're in the realm of fairy tales, some things are better left... Where, like, there is no explanation and you just accept it because that's part of the fairy tale. into the unknown. And, and here, here's my, <laughs> no, but here's my problem. With the trolls, because we had the trolls established in the first one. And they seem pretty mythological, mythical creatures. And they knew Elsa. They never said anything about this. That these elementals and everything, when they had to have known. So what the hell, like, this is definitely just a forced plot point. Oh, spoiler alert, not Tarzan's parents. Yeah, ruin that. I think that's mainly why you guys don't like this movie. That's why. Oh, Jay? it's just a side effect of terribleness. Like, you get the flu, sometimes you crap your pants instead of two people. Okay? It was a secondary thing. I think that's just you, but... <laughs> you guys have never crapped your pants? Never. <laughs> Not since yesterday. It's okay, Titus is you, with you, you man. Never, it's okay, Jake. Been. It's okay, I pooped too. <laughs> no, I, I didn't hate this movie. I had an issue with... Their storyline, the premise, didn't quite hit home for me. But like I talked about, where they're they're promoting the sisters work together, and they absolutely show none of it. That's that's what didn't sit well with me. But overall, if you that just if if you just accept the movie as like, hey, you know, it has its problems. You just enjoy some songs, and you know, it, it was entertaining. Like you didn't know what was going to happen exactly. Um, it was a good popcorn flick. Yeah, it was a great popcorn flick, Jake. I knew I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> Plus, and guess what? I'll watch it for free and I'll give it a fair chance. I tried to. I honestly did. 
But like I said, it was a ride. I, I went to the front of the line. They gave me a ticket, and I looked at the ride. I'm like, eh, I don't want to get on this. Like, I just – the starting point was so forced, and, like, they didn't do anything to fix that. Like, who, did anyone not see this dam and was like, yeah, the, that's going down? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that that dam was going the down. The dam was living through, like, yep. big dam. And this huge friend was like, yep. Yeah, the, the movie was very predictable. Even when they first brought in the whole fifth element thing, like, oh, yep, that, that's Elsa. Which yep. was kids' movies. Sure. But can anyone yep. say that the first time you watch it that we all see? What I thought was Hans in the first one is that there's gonna be a kiss, and we're gonna say like, oh, it wasn't a true love kiss because you didn't know each other long enough to be in love. But then they said, oh, Anna, if only someone yeah. loved you, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, there was way less shock. That's true. There's not like anything you're like, what? Other than, other than you didn't know that her mom and dad were enemies, and she said like. Okay. Also, weird thing to me. So the mom saved the dad. That's how all this stuff came to pass, kind of, with Elsa with her powers. But the dad didn't know about it. That seems odd to me. Where the dad's like, oh yeah, to this day I have no idea who saved me. Like, also, how did they get out of the enchanted forest and no one else did? <laughs> the, the, the spirits whisked them away, Teresa. Hey, I, I Why? Got bullet, I got bullet point number six. <laughs> I was freezing. She's an emergency flare and has the perfect scene. Wait, asking for a friend, how many bullet points do you have? So I have one more. Alright. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on six so This far. better be I'm a big back. baboom if it's the last and one. No, but like she shows, remember she starts to freeze. You realize she's been trapped. And she shoots this flare. And then it finds exactly where, like GPS pinpoints the Tony Stark Iron Man textile. It just goes down and shows him to like, oh my God. My great grandfather was a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how the hell did you do that? Like, I don't buy that for a second. Dude, oh, she has ice powers. Great grandfather. I don't even remember her character. Go on. One last yeah. kind of negative thing I have to say is I did feel like there wasn't that much of a payoff. You know, they have to get to this, you know, the water has memory. They need to get to this special thing that I'll show them. And so, you know, they're With trying this whole movie. Memory, they did it Moana already. And yeah, they, they get there, and I was like, it, it didn't really seem like that big, of a that big of a deal. Like, oh yep, there's the scene, there it is. It's it's her grandpa. Like, but we, it, it wasn't like magical, we, which you expected it to be, because it's like Disney. Like they're seeking this so hard. Her parents died just trying to find this thing. Like they couldn't just break the dam without dying. Yeah, I, I guess that's. I never put that on my bullet point. No, but like so my, this is my final bullet point though. So I'm looking at it. I just want to read it off, and then we finish this how we should finish this. The grandfather was never. If they would have, what the best way they could have done this is established him in the first movie, make him a character, make him mean something to the family, and then introduce him in the second to be a villain. Would have been genius. But I don't know that they planned. You have to remember, I don't know that they didn't plan a second one. We lost him. I don't think it's like they made the first one and were like, oh, we're definitely making a second one. Like, True, but... Absolutely, absolutely. Right, that's they, what they, I mean by... That, that's what I mean meant earlier by they didn't necessarily set it up for a sequel, so they kind of had to force something. Right, they did, but I think they could have done... I think we could all agree they could have done better. 
Like, it wasn't a perfect setup, but they could have, like we all said, why can't Kristoff be from the Enchanted Forest? We still have no idea what the heck is up with him or anything about him. I'm not saying that they... That's what I'm saying. There was established stuff that... There was enough mystery in the original film that I feel like you could have made a great sequel. And I think some of this, like, again, when the action scene goes with the big, like, they're going down the water with the trolls and stuff, like, there is a lot of things here. And it's like, it's like, man, it's like... You just took some of the parts that we love the first movie and, like, let the characters grow. There's no character growth in this film no. whatsoever. None whatsoever. Which, this is why I love the first movie. I thought there was a ton of showing the love. Um, Elsa discovers she's the fifth power. Expectations. Everything was completely predictable in the film what was going to happen. Embarrassingly so. I don't know. I didn't see everything happening with Olaf. He's pretty unpredictable. Dude, yeah, he's, 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 do you know that whole line about where the Samantha is actually like it was ad lib, like it wasn't part of it? But Josh Gad was like, so, you know, he's like saying Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, Samantha. I don't even know Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> That's like what's not supposed to be. <laughs> that, that sounds about right. But you got an ad lib character, like um, a character. I, I don't even know the guy who voices him. Um, Josh Gad. Right, he's a yeah, he's a very good voice actor, and like. A lot of times, like, like Pop Williams and the Genie, they give him a script, but they let him, like, riff and, like, just do random stuff in certain scenes and see what he comes up with. Like, and Olaf is that character. He can do that in those scenes. Yeah. He has that personality. You kind of need that because him. if you script him too much, it's not as funny as, like, Samantha. I don't even know Right, Samantha. it's too forced. It's not. Or, I like, I guess Olaf is the big redeeming the part of, of this movie. <laughs> what? I said ironically because the rest of the movie was forced. Right. Like no, Olaf is pretty like, funny, but I do think I it's a good movie. It's not too forced. I said it was forced. I know. I said that. I said that they had to force something. Listen, well, well I, yes, I agree, but I whether I agree, or not I they forced the right thing, I don't. I don't think they forced the right thing, but they had to force something, is what I'm saying. They could so have something, something different. Are you saying in certain situations you can right really force something? Joel, Use the force, there's, Luke. There's better ways. Use the to force, force, Luke. <laughs> There's better, there's better ways to force. force. Okay. You gotta watch your phrasing on this one, bud. Whatever. But, um... Okay. So overall, I mean, did I hate this movie? I'm not mad I saw um, it. Um... I mean, I, I the day you saw it, you were pretty flippin' mad. Are you guys kidding me? Are you kidding me, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Let me call Joe and talk to him. Chase that call. hours of venting for you guys individually, and... Now I'm gonna drink, because I'm pissed. <laughs> Here's why I think you did rate it too hard initially, like the first day we talked to you. No, it's still six out of ten. Okay, no, I'm talking about like your big Four thing there. was they need Anna to be Anna. They need Elsa. This is what you told me before you saw the movie. They need Elsa to discover she's made for more. They need to keep Olaf like doing Olaf things and keep him. And then you said they need Kristoff to be developed. So one out of four. Didn't happen to what uh, you said. They didn't de- they, um, Elsa wasn't developed at all. No, you said that Elsa needs to discover she's made for something more, which she did. No, she's not. She was a she was a pawn. Are you laughing she's at me? Big pawn. Yeah, me too. What, you guys not see this? She wasn't developed. She wasn't some super being. She's some big pawn and used that leverage for the kingdom. You, no, she discovers that like that she doesn't really belong in Arendelle. And then she becomes a hippie in the forest, but then still goes to Dude, man. family events. The world needs like, a few hippies, you I'm know? I'm sure she's going to be in Arendelle for Thanksgiving this weekend. Probably. Sure she's going to show up. 
That's because they both like chocolate. <laughs> What's that smell? Chocolate. <laughs> okay, Joel, what's your rating? I give it a 6.5. You're so generous. Well, I, I enjoyed it. The music was good. And Expose yourself! The, the, music not Expose yourself! The, the music not being as good as the first one, and for me, anyway, plays into it even more. Like It, it makes the soundtrack that much better because it's not going to be played out. In the long run, I'm not going to get so freaking sick of it. I'm going to get sick of the Expose Yourself song. Expose Yourself! I'm married to Cole. Do you guys know him at all? It's your podcast. Is this your mom or your brother, Jake? Get the meat off, Bob. You see it. It's really good. Yeah. For all of you who don't know, Jake's mom comes. Jake's mom comes and interrupts his podcast every about four podcasts, so she's bringing you a meatloaf right now. <laughs> mom! Mom! Get the meatloaf! Mom! <laughs> um, okay, Cole, your rating was seven and a half, right? No. <laughs> no. His was 6.9. Teresa's now new Cole in the podcast. No, no. I, I'll go right around, Joel. I'll go about six and a half. I, I enjoyed it. It, it didn't blow me away by any means. I had issues, but, like, I didn't have any problem seeing it. Like, for a kid's movie especially, like, some of them just don't measure up as well as other ones. And this is just, like, a mediocre, Seven decent. and a half. But maybe, maybe. That's a low I, ball. I, guess, I just thought about this right now. Maybe we're a little spoiled. Like, because most animated films, like, are made for not only kids, but also adults. Like, they're usually not, like, with Pixar and Disney, there's not a lot of because the audience really they liked this not, movie. No, no, oh, they would, definitely will. Number one, money. They'll make well, the money. Because they make so much stupid money. Why did they make yeah, so they're, money? they're going to, but I hope I bet it's going to be like Kristoff and Honest Kids. I don't want to see it. I don't and one of them is born with firepower, man. <laughs> 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 and, and the X-Men are started. <laughs> Wait, what's that movie from? Boom, boom, firepower. I'm cool with it. They meet, they meet, um... <gasps> no, guys, get this. Frozen 3. Kristoff and Anna's daughter wants to marry Han's son. <laughs> oh! Expose yourself! <laughs> and I think we can end right there. <laughs> why Teresa is not allowed to ever write a film script, ever. <laughs> why? Because Cole keeps saying expose yourself. Expose yourself! <laughs> no, that's good. That's Anyways, go that's see it. Go see it. Go see it. It's pretty good. It's Just really good. don't get mad like Jake. Uh, Just remember uh, these are uh, film uh, critics. Get a matinee. Go to it in 3D and pay get twice the, the price. You have discount movie Tuesday. See you on Tuesday. I will 